Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. Tony, Delta Airlines is banning emotional support animals from some flights after they defecated on the floor of the cabin. Tony Kornheiser, but it's still okay if a passenger does it, right? I'm, I'm just asking for a friend. You Listen, have a story. You have a dog. Big poop. dog. Yeah, big dog. Big dog barked. Owner just paid no attention once, was sniffing around the door, the big door, the door to go out of the plane. Right, one owner, out. Owner kept slept, sleeping with headphones. Right. Next thing you know, <laughs> what is that smell right. in this aircraft? That's the dog. That is the only thing that ever got you out of first class. That didn't get me out of first class, but I wanted to talk <laughs> them out of first class. <laughs> Welcome to BTI, boys and girls, in today's episode... Kirk Cousins struggles. Adam Adovino says he could strike out Babe Ruth. Right. And Steph Curry doubts the moon landing. Right. But we begin today with what may have been the critical play in last night's Seattle victory over Minnesota, 21-7. The Vikings were down 6-0, lined up for a field goal in the fourth quarter. Seattle's Bobby Wagner blocked the kick, but clearly used his teammates to leverage the block. A flag was thrown, but the flag was picked up. So instead of first down for the Vikings at the Seattle 14, the Seahawks got the ball and later drove for a touchdown. Wilbon, can the Vikings blame the loss on a flag that was picked up? Maybe. I mean, maybe. I'm I'm sitting there rooting my brains out for Seattle and because of a bear circumstance. And the game is 6-3. It's going to be 6-3. I mean, 6-3, the difference between that and 6-0, and then you have the ball back late in the fourth is ginormous. And I'm rooting against the Vikings, and I think the Vikings have every reason to be upset. Clearly, the league will come out and try to clarify or some bogus junk that it will do. But this should have been not, Tony, not a penalty five yards closer. Half the distance or 15 yards closer, and you got first down. You can score a touchdown and go ahead 7-6. I am informed by the fact that earlier in the game, that team, Minnesota, couldn't get in. You know, in they couldn't close. Right. Fourth, I think fourth and goal from the floor. Yeah, I, I, so, so they couldn't do that. And normally I am not a person who believes that one play means everything, especially in a game that ends 21-7. But I'll tell you, it's a big play. I find it hard Huge. to understand. Clearly the replay shows time and time and time again. He used his hands. And how do you pick up the flag? And how is it not reviewable? I, cause that's a big deal. That's a Huge big deal. deal. But It's but, too easy to review. But... Seattle's really good. Yeah. Seattle is really good. And I think that the Legion of Boom guys, they must be going apoplectic now, led by Richard Sherman, thinking, as we all thought, that the Seattle defense could not hold up. It does hold up. And saying that Russell Wilson wasn't any good, and he is good, and and in an odd way, they're the most committed team to the run in all of the NFL, and it works for them. I love Russell Wilson. And I thought those guys were at times unfair to Bad interception. But, Tony, he was terrible. This was his worst game as a pro That's last night. Let me just say this. The, 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 the most important play where he goes 40 yards down the sideline, it took him like eight seconds to get into top speed. And it just underscores how much punishment and how much courage a guy like Russell Wilson has because he is diminished physically because yeah. he used to take off and he'd have gone yeah, the entire distance. But you he'd know have what? gone six on you that. Know what? He can't do that anymore. If you get hot late. If you, you can win the whole thing. Yeah. Like the Chicago's of the world, if they get hot, like Dallas, Seattle, you can win it. Can Seattle win it? If you get hot late, you can win it. Did they get enough offensively? I don't know. They have more than the Bears oh, offensively. Be... The Vikings were supposed to be a lot better than 6-6-1 six, six, and one through 13 games. And a big reason for that was the addition of Kirk Cousins. 
The Vikings thought so much of Cousins, they dumped the guy who took them to the NFC title game, Case Keenum, and gave $84 million fully guaranteed to Cousins, who had never won a playoff game in Washington. But Cousins is now 4-24 and against 500 teams, and last night he coughed up a league-leading fourth turnover this season for a touchdown. Tony, should the Vikings now regret giving all that doski to Cousins? So you'll remember my position on Cousins, which was always the same, was that I had watched him intently in Washington, and I did not think he was that good. In fact, I, I made a list before, and I can give it to you if you want. I, I got 16 starting quarterbacks right now, including Case Keenum, who I think are better than Kirk Cousins. At 4-24, and 24, that's not a small sample size no. of teams 500 and up. And he's 0-7 in Monday night games. And, and the inescapable, in prime time, yeah, the inescapable like conclusion is that when the, when the light shines the most, he's, not up to it. he's really not, he's not up to it. I understand... How he got the contract, I applaud. The, good for good him. Good for him. Good for him. Right. But I'm not sure. They just fired their offensive coordinator because they can't that. fire him. Let me get to that. They can't fire let me get him. To that. Let, me get to that. Let, me, let me tell you somebody who needs to take a whole lot of blame here. Mike Zimmer, the head coach. Because all he could do last year, or the last couple of seasons, it seems to me, was rip the quarterback he had That's who right. was leading his team That's and right. therefore him into title Super Bowl con- contention. Yeah. And yeah. he never, it was never good enough. He never had anything good to say. And so you know what? I root against Minnesota every single well, you really quarter. Him anyway because of the Bears. I do, but now I want him to fail miserably. Well, they did. Because he ran down his quarterback publicly. He took no blame. Now he's firing assistants. Yeah. Good for them. You can only, you, you bring in another coordinator because you can't fire the quarterback at this point. Kirk Cousins got this deal because the Washington Redskins kept franchising. Because like they, they clearly didn't want to sign him to a long-term deal and badly they humiliated him. And they deserve to go down the drain for what they did to him. But Cousins, he comes into the league with the most scrutiny of any player this year, and he set the bar real high. He's under the bar. He's under the, He's he's under way the bar. Under the bar. Six, six, and one. They got a chance. They still, yes, they Miami, still have a chance. Miami, Detroit, Bears. No. The last three weeks, they have a chance. The Vikings. Skins. Somebody's going to get in now from the NFC. It could be eight losses. It could be eight. That's pretty bad. Pretty bad. I don't like that. Unless Dwayne Wade. I'm up my guy. Unretires again. Love last Dwayne night was Wade. the final meeting of best pals LeBron James and Wade. On the last gasp for the Heat, let's show this. Wade was guarded by LeBron and forced into a terrible three that hit the backboard far away from the rim. Lakers win, giving LeBron a 16-15 edge in head-to-head. Well, man, was this fun or kind of sad the way LeBron locked Wade down? I, that, that's fine. They're equals. They're peers. And I do mean equals because LeBron James had to go to Dwayne Wade to get a title. He had no titles before Dwayne Wade, and Dwayne Wade had a title That's right. before LeBron. What you got with so Shaq. they are equals. No, I don't believe that, but you go ahead. E- when I say equals, I don't mean they got the same number of rings, although LeBron's got, uh, is it the same number of rings? The, they yeah, three, they got the same number three. of rings. So, he does, so they're, they're equals. They're not. And Dwayne Wade's a Hall of Famer. Yes. He's the first ballot Hall of Famer. Yes. He's a multiple-time Olympian. He's a great player. And without him, look, I don't know how many championships, if any, LeBron has. So this is a very interesting position because it's not that I think that Dwayne Wade is just another guy. He is a deserved Hall of Famer. But he's never been, nor will he ever be, the player that LeBron is. And more importantly... Because he was already there in Miami, he will never have the historic import that LeBron James has. LeBron James 
changed the face of the NBA. He became the first. With whose help? Dwayne Wade is there and Chris Bosh and Pat Riley. He became the first true free agent. The first guy to say, not only am I going to go where I want to go, I'm going to go with who I want to go. And and he gave power All to true. players in a way that, that Dwayne Wade has not All done. True. He's that. But the fact is, Dwayne Wade had a championship without with and Shaq. before. With Shaq, right? Okay, but Shaq was not. Shaq. Shaq was just Shaq. on the other side. Shaq. Tony, don't go here with me on Dwayne Wade. I'm not saying he's Dwayne bad. Wade, Dwayne he's Wade great. also was man enough to say unselfishly, I see this position for the good of this team that and is, his effort that's the to LeBron best James thing a better player. That is the best He's thing a lot he of great did. things. But LeBron, LeBron James, everywhere he went, he, as he's doing with the Lakers, changed the team for the better. True. Dwayne Wade was not that player. Who's the big brother? I just I yeah, don't do. know. I'm yeah, not involved in yeah, the family. Do. I'm not. You know who it is. Go ahead. It's Dwayne Wade. Go. A Colorado Rockies pitcher named Adam Atavino. Your boy. Thinks a hell of a lot of himself. Smell We're going to trash this guy. <laughs> he told the MLB.com podcast that he'd make a fool of Babe Ruth if the Bambino played today. He recalled telling a coach, quote, I strike Babe Ruth out every time. Rest in peace. Shout out to Babe Ruth. But I mean, the guy ate hot dogs, drank beer. It was just a different game, close quote. Tony, if you don't tell this fool where to stick it, I will. First of all, I love the fact that he said shout, shout out, out to, to Babe Ruth. Ruth. That's great. Um, if the Babe Ruth that played in the 20s and 30s came up today looking like that, carrying a 42-ounce bat, this guy, who's never faced a 100-mile-an-hour heater, this guy would strike him out every time. But the craziness is to think that that guy would be in the major leagues now because nutrition is different and off-season is different and workouts are different. If Babe Ruth showed up now as Babe Ruth, what he would be is Aaron Judge times one or two. He'd hit 50, 60, and probably 70, and he'd take out of Vino deep. If this guy thinks that of Babe Ruth, what does he think of Willie Mays and Hank Aaron and and – let me just go to something. You know these stupid shifts they employ? They employ them because the, the numbers are so stupid and they're so ignorant of what can be done on a baseball field by great players. Do you? What do you think would happen if Pete Rose waited until people shifted on left. him? He'd go to the left. He'd hit 800. Yeah. Because every time they shifted, Not he a- would... He would he would hit a baseball into an open too spot. Too many left-handed power hitters are too prideful to do that. That's my point. They should baseball be. is a sport which in many ways has gotten worse. Do you think Sandy Koufax couldn't play in today's game? Do you think, does this dope think Bob Gibson couldn't play so in today's here's, here's, game? I think the important thing. It's just asinine. You can compare numbers, but you cannot compare people. Because the world changes and people evolve. If Will Chamberlain, as we knew him, came around today... He'd be the greatest thing that everyone has ever seen. So right. I join with you in saying, shut up. Thank you. Yesterday, we mentioned that Steph Curry did not believe that men had ever landed on the moon. I said, I thought this had to be a lighthearted homage to Kyrie Irving saying the earth was flat. But it appears Curry actually believes this. He said so on the Winging It podcast hosted by fellow NBAers Vince Carter and Kent Bazemore. Wilbon, is questioning the moon landing a bad look for Steph Curry? It's a bad look for everybody. It's not just Steph Curry. And I'm going to say this. Let me start by saying, if this is a joke, if they're just trolling people, because I believe Kyrie's doing that, I feel certain that he's doing that. And I think Steph's doing that. But let me just say the three people who have taken up this cause in the last 48 hours, 
Mark Spears of this network and this company, Steph Curry and Jalen Rose. These three people are my friends. I know them well. Well, I'm with them. Their discussions all the time. I know their intellects. Don't do this. Don't come out and say, we saw these pictures are kind of grainy. They're black and white. Happened before I was born. Because does that mean you don't believe in slavery? Does that mean you don't believe in, 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 in the revolutionary war? Did it not happen because it didn't happen on your watch? Don't do this. So you guys are too smart. Don't do. You're supposed to be. Are you woke. saying Jalen Rose? Jalen. I listen to Jalen today. These Jaylen are my guys. Rose? If you are as really? woke as you say, if you are as technologically savvy as you appear to be, don't do this. This is a very. Because you're saying, I don't believe in history. Here's the hell with history because it didn't happen while I was looking at my f- cell phone watch. It's a very small step to becoming a Holocaust denier or a yes. slavery denier. Don't do it. And so I'm going to look in the camera it. and say this, and I'm going to say this both to Steph Curry and Kyrie Irving, who I don't think is joking. I'm going to say this is anti-intellectual and it's anti-science. It should embarrass you. It should embarrass your families. It should embarrass the fine schools you went to, Davidson and Duke in the same state. It should embarrass the NBA. It's not a position to take. NASA is happy to bring you in, if this Steph is, Curry. One more time. Bring you one in. One more time. I believe they're trolling. If they're trolling, it's okay. Because that's what we. That's what people they're better do in these than generations. This. They're better than this. But they better this. not believe this. They I better mean, not. Mark lovely. Spears. Don't leave Spears out of this. I don't know him. Yeah, you know him. I know him. You're not left out of this, Spears. That no one who believes this. You of guys Kyrie are too Irving smart. And his dad. They don't you think do that. Kyrie Irving's dad thinks the world no. is flat. And neither does Kyrie. He doesn't. He doesn't. Take a break. Then he should stop saying. Stop it. saying it. Coming up, Let's we've say been glowing over the Chiefs all season. But could the Chargers actually win the AFC West? Spears, you need to call me soon. Are the Bears or the Cowboys a scarier team right now? Yeah, the people week. were scarier saying they didn't land on the moon. That was your stop, Jalen. Yeah. Let's consider the secret life of the innermost nesting doll. Living most of her life in the dark inside the other nesting dolls, she has plenty of time to think, if she could. Sadly, she has no brain. However, when an innermost nesting doll hears that Geico not only saves people money, but also has been providing great service for over 75 years, she thinks it's obvious you should switch. Because yes, switching to Geico is a no-brainer. Pity the innermost nesting doll and her lot in life. I love talking with Mike, but you know what I love more? Crushing him and yeah, toss-up. Right. What's first? Toss-up. They play each other this Thursday. Who will win the AFC West, the Chargers or the Chiefs? So if the Chargers win this game, they're both 11-3, and three, but the Chiefs still have the tiebreaker because of divisional victories. Because they would have split. Yeah, this is a big game, and it's in Kansas City. Now, Kansas City has the toughest single game remaining, I think, at Seattle of, of all the schedules. It's also the best home court advantage in, in, in the league. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Kansas City because of Pat Mahomes. I'm going to say that they've been great all year and I'll go with Kansas City. I, I think I am too. And there's reasons to go with San Diego. Phillip Rivers is having his finest season nearly as Drew Brees and Mahomes. Yes. And he's been at this longer and he's had big games under his belt. Yeah, the Los lost. Angeles Chargers. A lot of his work. We always San say Diego, San Diego. San Diego. Right. So I'm going to go with Kansas City because Mahomes too. has magic in it. Yeah, that's what I think. And I, and, this is the whole no. season for the Chargers. And you have to play it in Kansas City. And that's, that's, and that's a hard. real home field that's advantage. Hard. Next. Toss up, which NFC team looks scarier right now? The Bears or the Cowboys? I assume you're going to say the Bears because of their defense. You know that I'm not sure Trubisky can put up enough points week after week after week. That's fair. So I'm going to say the Cowboys at the moment. Because the Cowboys, since getting Amari Cooper, they play defense. They have allowed. They're number two in the league yeah. in points allowed. After Baltimore? 
Yeah. And Amari Cooper, Amari Cooper has changed them on offense to a large degree. So I am going to say the Cowboys at the moment are the bigger threat. Tony, the, the Bears at the moment are the bigger threat for two reasons. Well, you're right about the offensive Bears. You've you got to prove it. You've seen Dak Prescott go for a while putting up numbers as long as he has yeah. a weapon, and he has two great no, weapons. He's got, a, he's got a downfield but guy now. The Bears score on defense, and the Bears head coach is not disconnected from reality as the Cowboys head coach is with some of the decisions <laughs> over years down. that he has made. You hate the so fourth down so much. with the Bears you hate right the there. Yeah. You hated Nagy until two no, weeks ago. No, I didn't ago. hate Nagy. You hated his I did not. Next. Toss-up. Who you got on Sunday, the Patriots or the Steelers? If, if Miami had not have made that play, I would pick the Steelers because yeah. I think the Patriots would be satisfied. There are some places where Tom Brady goes he can't win. He's 7-10 and 10 in Miami. But he's 6-2 and two in Pittsburgh, and their motivation is different now because that play changed everything. Pittsburgh's a very good team that is at the moment going the wrong way. I will take New England. I'm going to take Pittsburgh. I'm going to say that the Steelers are going to score a lot of points. I don't think the Patriots can cover Juju Smith-Schuster and Antonio Brown. I just don't think they can do that. I know the Steelers have their issues. We still don't know what's going to happen with their run game this particular time. But I just don't think that the, that the Patriots can cover those two guys. And I think Big Ben's going to be healthy enough to find them deep Pittsburgh's playoff run may depend on, on this. winning it probably this will. game. I just think the I Miami Patriots. But I'm going to go with the Steelers. Next. Toss-up last one. More likely to win the East, the Raptors or the Celtics? So the Raptors won last year when I thought the Celtics were a better team, but Gordon Hayward wasn't playing, and now the Gordon Celtics Hayward is playing. New. They were brand new. Now he's playing. Yeah. But the Raptors are better than they were last yeah. year because they got Kawhi Leonard, which is an enormously impactful thing. This is a coin flip for me. They're four games ahead of the Celtics right now with like 55 to go. You can make that up. I'm just going to sit here and guess that the Raptors will hang on. Well, the Raptors have the best single player in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, but the other team's better. Leonard. Team's but better. Boston's better. I like slow and steady over the course. I like the fact that they haven't gotten off to some crazy great start that they have to sort of keep pace with. Yeah. And the Raptors, we've already seen, I think have lost two of their last four. That's no big deal. I just think the Celtics will walk them down over time. And the Celtics Maybe. in the playoffs, Maybe. You know, one versus two, yeah. would win that series. More good players on the Celtics. That's it. We're going to take one last break and still to come an unexpected development in the career of Troy Tulowitzki. Yeah, real unexpected. And are the Yankees really ruling out Bryce Harper? Is your boy Cashman. He says he doesn't need another outfield. You want to talk about guys I don't like? I don't like Cashman. You don't like him because he's I-95. There's a lot of guys on I-95. And you hate just about all of them. I don't hate Rizzo. I like Rizzo. Yeah, because he's born in Chicago. Oh, is he? Yes. Is he from there? Yes. Wow. Everybody in Chicago wow. is sainted to you. Happy time. People, happy 26th birthday, Malcolm Brogdon. The graduate of the University of Virginia was drafted in the second round by the Milwaukee Bucks three years ago. So it had to come as a surprise when Brogdon was named Rookie of the Year. Brogdon has started every game this season for Milwaukee, which is currently in second place in the Eastern Conference. The Greek freak gets all the headlines, but Brogdon ought to be very valued. Just a well-rounded player, steadily improving, easy to root for. DeAndre Hunter is the next big thing out of UVA, Tony. And I know you'd keep track of UVA because you have family ties to UVA. Happy anniversary, Brian Kelly. On this day nine years ago, you were introduced as Notre Dame's head coach. Wow. Nine years went by quickly. Even though he made it to the BCS championship in 2012, I honestly didn't think Kelly would last this long because his temper was so violent and pervasive. 
but he's calmed down noticeably on the sidelines. This year, his Irish are undefeated and set to play Clemson in the opening round of the playoffs. Now it looks like Kelly could coach there forever. Good job by the powers that be at Notre Dame in saying this is not how we're represented. And good job by Brian Kelly in terms of understanding what was at stake and, and changing his behavior. Good for him. Yeah. I don't know about forever. Happy trails. Troy Tulowitzki, the five-time All-Star shortstop, was released by the Blue Jays today. Tulowitzki hit 249 with seven homers and 26 RBI in just 66 games last season. He is still owed $38 million over the next two-plus years. Apparently, the Blue Jays wanted the 34-year-old Tulowitzki to move away from shortstop, and he was resistant. So they released him, and they're going to give him all that money. How about that? Are you kidding me? That's why, if you're a baseball player, you don't ever really want to go against your union, do you? Because look what, look how they look out for you. Do you think Kyler Murray is paying attention to that for the future? Big difference. That's a lot of money. No errors today. We're running out of the show. We go to the big fish. Let's do it. Fox 26 in Houston is reporting that Rockets owner Tillman Fertitta has reached out to the NHL about buying the Coyotes and relocating them to Houston. Is that a good idea, Mr. Arizona? Probably. Tony, that that franchise is always in trouble and never has enough to operate. It, It probably is, sadly. The Phillies signed Andrew McCutcheon to a three-year, $45 million deal. You like that move? I like the move because I think it keeps Bryce Harper closer to Washington. But Buster only says the Phillies could still sign him. Okay. That's a lot of money to me for somebody who's become an itinerant player at this point in McCutcheon. Brian Cashman appeared to rule out signing Bryce Harper. Are you surprised? I don't believe anything the Yankees say. It's really? Like Earth is flat. Really? That's interesting. The L.A. Galaxy will reportedly re-sign Zlatan Ibrahimovic as a designated player. Is that a compliment or a slight? It's a compliment. You can go over scale and pay people a lot more money. Wayne Rooney makes a lot more money at D.C. United. In okay. Last one, Suns and Spurs tonight. Ten straight loss for your Suns? Yeah. The Spurs have to win any game they can. They're under 500. Only a game. Is that right? But the Spurs have to hang in there right now, Tony. We're out of time. We'll try and do better the next time. And I'm Tony Kornheiser. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, Knuckleheads. You can get the PTI podcast on the ESP app or apple podcast happy birthday elizabeth yeah yeah Jalen, mark spears steph stop it i love you guys don't